From the front line. It's not going to work, man. From the tailgates. Representing KGYR and its stakeholders. We are the Forum for the Fan. The Bleed Blue Show. Flying solo. Here's your host, Chris. Yeah. And we're back at it. We're back at it. Welcome to the Big Blue Roundtable. This is your boy Chris. Like the announcer just said, nine two nine four seven seven four one seven one. We're gonna preview the game against the Cowboys coming up on Sunday. Uh it's necessary that we do that given all the new changes that we're going through internally as a club. And we're gonna, you know, bring the stakeholders and frontliners and the whole nine crew coming in. You know the you know the uh you know most of the players that call into this show, you hear them and hopefully a few more that I met up in uh Vegas. We're gonna talk about Vegas in a minute too and, and this past weekend in a positive light. Uh like again, nine two nine four seven seven four one seven one. You guys gotta check out the latest episode of the Rink Podcast with Ranger Proud. That was the uh the, the game uh, the game with the uh, reaction against the Red Wings, as well as the reaction to the free NHL um, frenzy of games, actually, on Tuesday. All the teams played in one night, which is uh, pretty incredible in major sports these days. And last night, um, Victor <laughs> he came to the Garden and figured out why we boo people at the Apollo. Anyway, uh, Nick Abaka had a fan form. It's about the season opener. You're going to hear the reaction on that as well. Uh, check us out on Facebook, Twitter, IG, everything, if you can. Um, let me see. We're going to talk about this game. I want, I, want, I want to talk about some matchups. I want to talk about, oh, man, I want to talk about what we're going to look like possibly. Hopefully the um, odds over and under, hopefully some strategies, hopefully what we tend to expect for the rest of this season, which is practically over. And on and on and on and on and on. We got a, we got a few things to go through. Again, nine two nine four seven seven four one seven one. Um, let me see. I'm gonna go real quick. Talk to my man here, the incredible Azul. What's up, homie? Yeah, uh, correction to that. Um, the Ring Podcast with Ranger Proud. We had technical difficulties Tuesday, Chris. Uh, Oh. Didn't know we were going to be on Wednesday after we beat the Spurs. Didn't even think yes, we were yes. going to be on tonight because we can't control what happens with the technical shit. Yeah, so the Ring, podcast, yeah. the Ring Podcast with Ranger Pride will be uploaded tomorrow after the win we had on okay. Tuesday versus the Red Wings. And then, of course, like you said, okay. fantastic uh, talk with the guys on the Knickerbocker Avenue fan forum. You, you ain't lying about that Wimbyama stuff, man. Um, I don't know if you saw <laughs> in the game where he shooed the ref and the, and the fans booed him. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> man, I don't know if you saw that. Oh, uh, I, I, we didn't oh, really bring oh, that up. Oh. That was something I forgot to bring up. Huh? Oh, I saw it. You know, uh, he got he got it from the fans. He's got to learn, man. This is a whole new animal. You could do that they, over they there. Gave him the and, I don't know. They gave him the they gave him the overrated chant. I, I, I mean, I, that was funny, yep. but I think he's going to be a good player in this league. I don't care what anybody say. I think Absolutely. he's going to be. Man, I th- it's, it's really weird because it's almost like a Zion Williamson situation, but I think he has a better chance because Zion Williamson is more overweight. This guy's oh. more tall, linky, Sean Bradley-ish, Yao Ming-ish, but more fluid like Kevin Durant. Well, maybe not as fluid as Kevin Durant, but you get my point. But, yeah, we talked about it on those other shows. We'll bring on the, the stakeholders, and we'll talk about whatever is the topic. I got my notes ready. I got- I got to say, man, he kills me. Just something inside of me just burns up when I see this guy taking 30-foot jumpers, though. I, I, I'm like, 
stop. He, he makes them. I don't know what his clip is, but he's got to stop that. But he, I want to see you talking about Wimbi You talking about Wimbi Wimbi Yama, yeah. But he's yeah. seven foot. Yo, dude, did you like like he like he's like like Wilt Chamberlain like. He puts his arm exactly. It isn't even jumping. He just—it's like I don't know, like dumping clothes into a laundry basket. That's how it is for him. Like he doesn't have to do much to get that shot off. So he can shoot it from probably forty feet, no problem, because of his height and his and his and his and his, and his uh, wingspan. So, but yeah, that's know, it's like a nerf, nerf basketball looking thing, man, with his hands. Right, it's really funny. But anyway, right. Steve, it's nine two nine four seven seven four one seven one. I'm waiting on. Um, stakeholder extraordinaire to come on, but before we do that, let's say hi to Jason, let's say hi to Dre Graham, and let's say hi to Christian. What's going hey. on, y'all? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, it's Rivalry Week. It is Rivalry Week, and uh, we got a lot to talk about, about, uh, you know, talking about matchups and, you know, scheming and, you know, what, what are we going to expect, and hopefully we can, you know, pick a shocker this weekend if all of our cards hit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dre Graham, where you at? It's good, everybody. Yeah, I'm I'm here, yeah. man. Almost, yeah, Say hello almost to got the show is on. What's up? <laughs> yeah, it's, hey, it's, man, it's it you know, it's, it was good to see you last week, bro, or this past weekend. Yeah, it's, it's 4 o'clock here, man. Almost forgot the time difference, but I'm here, though. Uh, man, you a traveling <laughs> fool, bro. I'm scared of you, man. I'm going to call you Richard <laughs> Kibble. Fugitive. But anyway, man, I'll, I'll be right back in a minute. Kristen Love. Is Kristen here? Is that her? Hi, fellas. Good evening. Are you burning up, Matt, or are you cool? Cause this I'm, is, I'm uh, cool as a cucumber. You, you are? Because um, I, I'm oh, just yeah. asking because, because historically, but you know, you like this. My you know? whole thing was I despise the Cowboys. That's but right. My whole thing was... <laughs> My whole so, thing was I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yes, no. so, well, that all depends if we have a post-game show. Do we have a post-game show on Sunday? Yeah, yeah, we do. Um, okay. Is there oh, a problem? I'll, I'll, let you know, I'll let you know then. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, all right. Listen, we're going to go ahead and uh, do a few things right quick. Um, I <laughs> Chris is crazy, man. <laughs> no. Uh, we got to talk about this game. Let's just swing into it now. Can everybody else come in? They can chime in. All right. As uh, Okay, look, we're 2-7 this year, okay? And last time we got on, the, we stepped on, on the gridiron. We faced the Raiders. We all were there, most of us anyway, and we took the loss by 30-6. to six. Uh, Our quarterback, our leading quarterback, our so-called franchise quarterback went down with an ACL injury for the rest of the season, and a guy named Tommy DeVito, who nobody knew before the season, stepped into his place. Uh, Where's that? 15 out of 20 for 175 yards and a touchdown, quarterback rating of 78%, and two interceptions. Listen, that's better than I expected from him. And I don't know how you guys felt about that, but I think that's – He's going to really need to improve on that this coming weekend. Um, let me see. The Cowboys earlier had some kind of defensive line problems in some of their earlier games, but they held up pretty well against them damn Sneagles. You know, they pressured Jalen Hurts about 20 times, got him down for a sack about three times. They kept DeAndre Swift at like 43 yards. 
this week we're facing, they're facing Saquon Barkley, and he'll probably get some extra support in the box since he's like the key threat in our offense. That's what I'm looking at. That's as best I can put it right now, to be kind. Uh, as for the pass rush, you know, like I said, the Cowboys are facing a, a, a Giants offensive line that's allowing the most sacks this season so far, right? And the Cowboys have the 12th most sacks this season, and they'll have a field day getting into Giants' backfield and swarming, swarming our third, our what a third-string quarterback. I was I was thinking about Barkley for a minute there. Um, last week, if, if you guys ever, well, you probably didn't because most of you, most of the players on this forum, y'all was partying like hell. <laughs> but I saw that Michael Parsons was held up. Held far too often last week, and that's kind of re- reduced his uh, productivity. So expect that to change a little bit, or some serious questions will be asked. So that's what we're looking at. That's one of the things. Um, as you know, on the Giants' side, we traded away one of our starting defensive tackles to um, Leonard Williams to the Seattle Seahawks. He represented an inside threat, which is uh, which had to had to be accounted for. So now. With him gone, it leaves the Giants with, uh, what is it at, 22 pressures this season, which is, that's the third, that was the third most on, well, wait a minute, when he left, it was 30, 22, sorry, 22 pressures this season, which was the third most on the team. So I don't know what we're going to do. I, I'm going to leave that to you guys. Leading our sacks, by the way, for all you fans that I talked to on the way back from Vegas, uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, look, he started to hit his stride in the last three weeks, and he accumulated five sacks in that time. So, uh I don't know what's going on this time, but I was hoping that maybe we, you guys could find out, as I do, with all these wonderful stakeholders that are on the line right now. Again, 929-477-4171. This is your boy, the professor, and I'm going to bring it around, and I'm going to give it to Jason first. All right, man. I want to talk about um, – Huh? I thought you were so bad. Let me go back. Let me go back. Let me come back. Let's see. Let's see. I'm so used to – I'm so you know what it is. I'm so used to Steve going last. I'm, that was that's my my normal my normal pattern. So I'm sorry about that. Good, I, was, I was only in the queue for 20 minutes waiting to get on the damn show. <laughs> God damn. My bad. My bad, baby. Go ahead, go ahead and give us. <laughs> go ahead and give us your take. Well, you're right. This is going to be the Mike Parsons show. So to understand this matchup more in depth, I had to go back and watch the Cowboy Eagle game from last week. The game. We all missed because we were in Vegas, but watched a lot of that game to understand what happened and how they won, meaning the Eagles. Michael Parsons did get, you know, caused a little bit of havoc off that right side of the Eagles, which is a lot stronger than what the Giants have. Glowinski Mm -hmm. was not in practice. Evan Neal was not in practice. They were both DMPs, so I don't even know if they're going to play. It doesn't even matter because I think this shit is going to be a carbon copy of game number one or to an lesser extent. A lot of that was a lot of miscues and fumbles and special team blunders in game one. But I think the Cowboys are going to be pissed. I see them beat up on a lot of teams. Like the Rams at home, uh, they're going to come in waves. Michael Parsons, Odizigua, Demarcus Lawrence. Even Hankins has actually had an eight season. So they're just going to uh, power our offensive line. Um, Knowing that our wide receivers kind of haven't done crap all year. Now, if you're looking at for a Tommy DeVito going to come in and does this Tom Brady heroic situation like when Mo Lewis hit him back in 2001. That's not going to happen. I don't see yeah. that happening. Um, nah. I had a, even I even took it a step further, Chris. I went back to Tommy DeVito's 2022 season at Illinois when he was um, 
the quarterback for the Illini after he transferred from um, uh, from Syracuse. And here's the thing: I was trying to find a game on that schedule that mirrors what we're going to face against the Cowboys this week. And the only game I could come up with uh, as far as what happened, see, I didn't watch all the Illini game. I'm just looking at the results and the ebb and flow. The only game I saw was the game they went at Michigan. Uh, They lost 19-17. to I'm saying, okay, how did that play out? How did they almost beat the Wolverines that day? Well, the thing is they ran the ball. They ran the ball. If you look at Michigan's defense from that season, uh, they were a very good pass rush. They were ferocious. They're an, uh, a very workmanlike type of squad. Tommy DeVito uh-huh. actually kind of did his job as far as, you know, long drives, run the rock with, uh, with Chase Davis, the running back for Illinois. But I still think this is too much tall of a task. I was just looking at silver linings, Chris. I'm looking at how can they right. neutralize that Cowboys defense. And that, the one thing you could say, okay, he's got a full week of practice. You know, you saw him. Uh, after Daniel Jones went down with ATL, okay, you got a whole right. week instead of versus last time where he just came in mid-game after Tyrod Taylor got hurt versus the Jets. So it's going to be an ugly game, and you and the Giants have to make it ugly. Um, they're going to – listen, I have a lot more to say, but I'm going to pass the mic to somebody else. I say it's going to be the defensive line show for the Dallas Cowboys, leading by – starring by Micah Parsons. It's, I mean, I think we're going to have – I don't care who's blocking for the Giants. I don't think we have nothing for them. I don't think we have nothing. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. You know, you know, uh, Jason, Tom, Tommy DeVito is going to be – where did I see this at? Um, he's the 10th rookie quarterback to start in the NFL this year. That's a record. You know, I can't get, name them all, but, you know, you talk about obviously Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson. You had that guy from um, – Cleveland Browns, Thompson Robinson, you had Tyson Badgett from Fields, you had Will Levi's, you had uh, – I can't think of anybody else. Oh, the guy last week with the, um, with the Raiders, O'Connell, you know, and yep. all these guys. <laughs> I, I don't know. DeVito is uh, one of those guys from Don Bosco Prep over here in Jersey, man, not too far from MetLife. And I know he has a lot of fans that are rooting for him to come in here with his first start and really bang it up. But like Steve said, woo! You know what I mean? What's the take on all well, that? So, Chris, check this out. And, Steve, um, please chime in as well. So, you know, I, I, I look at it as the glass is half full, half empty. Uh, what Manny Dog said, I think, a couple weeks ago, they had no place for him. They, I mean, the guys on the roster, he had to come in. They had no place for him. Going two weeks forward, they probably have about 15 to 20 plays on him for him to do. Now, the beautiful thing is Dallas has no tape on Tommy DeVito except in college. On the pro level, there really is no film. So as far as his tendencies, I really think that that gives us an advantage. And if you guys remember, Chris, yourself, Azul, we were both in Tampa for Daniel Jones' first game. Nobody had tape on him. Look what he did. Do you see a miracle happening, or is this guy just not up to the task? But, look, man, if you don't know who the guy is, Daniel Jones, Jeremy Lin, Tommy DeVito, it's kind of the same thing. I mean, what is Dan Quinn going to scheme for when he has no idea what Dable or Kafka are going to deploy in their offensive sets? So how do you, how do you play defense against the unknown. Steve, Chris, 
I'd like to ask you guys to ask answer uh, that question. Okay, well, wait a minute. You give you got to give that to the forum. This is the Bleed Blue Show. Let me do it again. Nine two nine four seven four one seven one. A quick a quick and, answer for me. I, I just the quick answer for me is just the fact that defensively, talent wise, the Cowboys are superior than what we're throwing on the offensive line. I don't think it's going to matter. I think they could just, they can't block them. So I don't think whatever draw, plays uh, 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 Kafka is going to have to draw up. Uh, you know, is going to have to make decisions. I just don't think physically the Giants are capable of blocking the Cowboys. That's that's all that that trumps everything versus not knowing what playbook or or game tape they have. Uh, I've already I've I, look look. Um, <laughs> let me see. The, the Cowboys have a lot allowed so far this season 11 touchdowns by the pass, as well as 180 yards a game in the air. That has some sixth in the league, right? The Giants are averaging 11.2 points per game offensively, scoring, all right? They surrendered the ball 12 damn times, eight picks, four fumbles lost. That's my answer. <laughs> against this I, defense. I, I, I mean, I, 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 I mean, the, the, the stats don't lie. The stats don't lie. I mean, I, I just look at it like, look, you're throwing somebody into the jungle. The fact is, it's kind of an unknown. The glass is half empty or half full. You know, we don't really know what to expect with, with you know, a, a full playbook installed in the guy. But, yeah, sure, Dallas will lock it down. But, I mean, if we could mirror what he did minus the two interceptions, that's going to be a higher QBR rating. Just saying. All right. Now, this is a, now look at it from the Cowboys' eyes, okay? This is another – it's still a division rival. They're still pissed off at what happened on Sunday against their – their, probably their most hated rival, the Cowboys I'm speaking of. And, you know, they're home. It's, it's, it, there's a chip there. So let me give this to Dre Graham, then Kristen. Go ahead, Jake. Dre Graham. All right, listen. I mean, as far as the DJ thing when he had his first start, um, if I remember that correctly, because I was in in California, um, we didn't find out DJ was starting until like the week of, but the week before, uh, Eli started, and then all of a sudden DJ started. Okay, so. Um, that was DJ's first game, first action ever. Even though um, DeVito didn't pass the ball, but like twice against the Jets, this still isn't his his first game ever, like DJ. So that's why I think that it's not similar. This is actually his, you know, this is actually his third game playing, first game starting all the way, and you might as well say he started last week too, because he got in so early. So. Out of that, you know, the, the, the Cowboys are looking – they can look at the Jet game and, and basically they already know how we look when we panic and we just handed it off to Saquon. They already know how to handle that. Everybody know how to handle that. Stack the box, which is what we would do, which we, everybody would do when, when DJ was in there. Stack the box, make DJ win the game. And, you know, it, it always played in the hand. 95% of the time it always played in the hand of our opponent to do that. Um, 
and they can look at the Raiders game and and you see, see the mechanics of DeVito, how he passes, how he reacts when he has to pass, and everything. So that the, the DJ situation was more of an advantage to us than the DeVito situation. The DJ situation in Tampa game, his first game ever, was more of an advantage to us than the DeVito game. Now, I really can't find no advantages because if all else fell, you know, Dan Quinn just zero zero covered blitz, ten your ears back, make this rookie prove that he belongs in the league, which is what we should have did against the Raiders, but we did. Because once again, you know, we like to play down to the handicaps of the other team, and you see what happened. He he looked like an all-American, I mean, all-pro, pro bowler quarterback out there against us, man. And I mean, yeah. that wasn't, I mean, that wasn't like, good hey. yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, Michael Parsons is he? He's going to this. This is a game to patch that all across the board. Um, this reminds me of our situation now. Reminds me of you remember when we we traded snacks, right? We traded snacks. The same week we was playing Washington, they had a they had an agent, but still affected Adrian Peterson all year. He didn't really do nothing. He got player of the week that week because all they did was run up the middle. Okay, Dragon. Look for Pollock. Look for Pollock to have a good game because you know the, the threat isn't really near. We got Dexter Lawrence, but hey, when Dexter Lawrence and Williams are there together, you know. All right. But. Yep. Yeah. All right. Got you, Dre. Dre Graham. That's nine two nine four seven seven four one seven one. All right, she burning up mad. I'm burning up mad. Go ahead, girlfriend. <laughs> well, you know what? The, the Jets game. He was decent. He had at least fifty percent coverage up front, and he was scrambling. So he did. He did pretty well in the Jets game, considering. Now, the Vegas game, he had zero coverage up front. Zero. Zero. They got to him every single time. What was it, nine sacks that game? Something like that. I mean, now, if the offensive <laughs> line does that this week, it's a rental draft. I would say by first quarter. It's, mm. you know... I understand throwing this kid in here. He really doesn't have a choice, okay? He barely warmed up, and he's getting thrown into this mess with a line that is completely worn out and broken down and is looking for their voice. I don't know what they're looking for. they got to get it together. But they can't have zero coverage. They're just letting guys run right through them. No blocking at all. So if they play like they played in Vegas – we're doomed. We're doomed. You guys had beautiful weather down there. It was 80 uh-huh. degrees. It was friggin' beautiful. There was no excuse to have the coverage that, that he had. And I understand he made some bonehead moves also when he was trying to cut, protect the rock and go to take it outside, and he didn't, and he second-guessed himself and went right back in the middle of the pile. To me, that's dangerous. And it's a rookie mistake. And that that's the stuff that scares me about DeVito. The panicking. Yeah. 
because the kid is going to yeah. be in full panic mode. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah. So he's got – now, we talked about Danny Jones having seconds in that pocket. This guy's got to start moving the minute he gets that ball in his hand. He's got to start shuffling his feet because they're coming from all sides. Their pass rush is crazy. Mike is going to have a field day. I mean, like I said, he's got to have at least 50% coverage up front or it's a wrap. That's the freaking issue. That's the issue. It's not that the kid can't put yeah. put the ball in somebody's hands. He's done it. But you've got to give him some time, and he doesn't. So if you know as a quarterback you don't have time, you've got to scramble. Get out of there quick. Get out of there quick. And he also, a couple times when he did break loose, had it in just one arm. Carrying it in one arm. That makes me nervous. If you're going to do it, you have both hands on the ball, and you take it to the ground. That's it. You don't try to rush. You don't put your freaking head down like you're going to tackle some freaking linebackers in the middle of a pile. That we can't do. And we're risking another injury to this kid. So this offensive line's got to bring it. If they don't, we're just screwed. We're going to get run over. That's it. Bleed blue. Bleed blue. Okay. So, again, if I don't know if I mentioned it. I, actually, I did. Check out the latest episode of Knickerbocker Ave Fan Forum, that post-game reaction against the Spurs last night. 929-477-4171 coming up. Brooklyn Sean, Jet, C-Notes, Bates, I mean, um, Billy Bob, and anniversary lady Blue herself. But got to bring on frontline extraordinaire, the man himself, the DWB. I want to um, thank you on behalf of all of us for the bang-up, bang up job you did in the in Sin City and I want you to elaborate yourself on you know the appreciation that you received from it bro so do your thing what's, round of applause round of applause what's good everybody first I want to first and foremost I want to thank uh all the events that hosted us wildfire for our meet and greets um Oyo for our pre-tailgate, uh, the company, I don't yeah. know their name off the top of the hand, that hosted, uh, that provided a party bus and um, <clears throat> hospitality tailgate um, that helped us host our tailgate. I also want to thank all the groups, KYGR, of course, Blue Blue Show, um, the Big Blue South crew, yep, yep, yep. the DMV crew, uh, Big Blue Arizona crew, uh, everybody from everywhere that came out and supported. Thank you so much for making us have our sixth and maybe possibly our biggest event so far. Um, it was a great time um, from the tailgate, uh, the pre-meet and greet with all the giveaways and just meeting everybody and taking great pictures and having fun and having the giveaways to the community service. Uh, thanks to Opportunity Village for allowing us uh, to be there and participate uh, with them that morning. So thank you to them as well. Thank you to everyone that showed up. We had our, probably our largest group, about 26 people, for community service, so thank you. And please, if you haven't um, traveled with us, when we do out, we do community service that Saturday morning. Our goal is always to give back to the communities where we come and visit and party and watch the game, so we always want to give something back. So we donate a few hours of sweat equity to make the place a little better and, you know, give back. Uh, So I appreciate everyone that came out and did that. Chris, I didn't see you. 
but hopefully you'll be there the next one. I did see Azul there along with a cast of others. So, Chris, I'm holding you accountable for the next one. Um, the pre-tailgate oh, yeah. of OYO was a beautiful event as well, as well as the party bus. We had a great time. Shout out to everybody that posted all those amazing videos. I know they say what happens in Vegas stayed in Vegas, but we kind of documented it a little bit because we're having such a great time. Um, huh. Big shout out to all the oh, admins no. that helped this because it was Yo, not just me. Okay, yeah, no, we saw I'm you. Sorry. We got you. I'm we got your coverage. Okay. Big I'm shout out to all talking. the admins, Lit, Yvette, and Clay, Tishri, Tasha, Juju, um, Bill, you know, everyone, Dwan, everyone that made, you know, they all played a part in getting um, everything done and everything going well. Um, everybody got to see the brand-new banner that got released. Tasha did a magnificent job. Um, Tishri designed the shirts, the new heavy, heavily affiliated red shirts. Um, that's a limited one-time release that's in high demand, also with the sweaters and the towels that were done by Juju. Um, the flyers were done by Tasha. All the coordinating of the events were handled by Yvette. Clay handled all the uh, pictures during the event. So everybody played a part. Dwan was there hosting, as well as Freddie, who hosted with the meet and greet and handling um, the raffle giveaways. So um, everyone played a tremendous role, and I want to say thank you to everyone. Um, if you've never planned an event before or been part of an organization, it's a lot of hard work. But when it pays off and you see that people are genuinely happy, they're very gracious in their thanks, and they show their genuine happiness for traveling to come party with us. Well, you know, we, we don't take that lightly that people come across the country to party with us on these events that we hold every year. This is our sixth year, and we're just getting bigger and better, and um, we just love it. We do it for the people. We don't do it for money. Um, we do it for the love of the game because we love our New York Giants, even though they suck right now. You know, the game sucked. I'm not going to, you know, mince any words with that. Um, it was terrible that a team starting with a new coach, new offensive coordinator, new quarterback was able to put up 30 points on us, and we only gave up six. We only scored six. That was terrible. But we always say we are undefeated in our tailgate, and we can't, we can't control the game. But in the tailgates and event, weekend event activities, we are undefeated and only can be accomplished because people like you on this, on this call – and people who come out to the game make it a possibility. So from the bottom of my heart, I want to say thank you to everyone who came out and sh showed up. And folks who may not have come to this one but been to other ones before, thank you for always supporting the frontliners. Bleed blue. Bleed yeah. blue. And, and by the way, and by the way, by the way, by the way, DWB, uh, yes, I will be at the other. You know, you holding me accountable, I, I, I will accept that, sir. It's just that this time it was Sin City. I'm going to stop right there. I understand. I understand. I understand. I understand. Like I said, I don't never force anyone to come, and I was pleasantly surprised by the amount of folks that turned out that made a conscious yeah, decision come to come out that come out um, and support on community service. So we had our biggest turnout in the six years for community service. So I was very pleasantly surprised about that. So I appreciate everybody that came out and supported. All right. Thank as you. Far Thank as, you as, I, and Thank I got to run because I'm double booked. I'm, um, I'm at an alumni I event where I got to speak. But uh, as far as the upcoming okay. game, I don't have any expectations other than I, I, at this point I think we're tanking. I don't think there's nothing to play for. Um, they should just play the young people. Um, DeVito's playing. 
Um, the line is trash. Um, they should have traded Barkley. I don't know. They don't plan. They didn't want to trade Barkley, and they're not going to sign him to a long-term deal. That makes no sense um, to me. So at this point, I don't see us winning another game because our offense is inept. I think one of the biggest problems besides the lack of cohesion on offense is the play calling. I think Kafka um, is not really that great as an offensive coordinator. His um, imagination and depth in making plays are terrible. You 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 gotta like. You know, what's the, what's the age of additive that one of our stakeholders say? Know your personnel. You can't be running Patrick Mahomes plays for Daniel Jones and, 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 and Tyrod right. Taylor and Tommy DeVito. Those plays aren't going to work. You don't have Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill and, you know, Travis Kelsey. So you need to find plays that will work for the personnel that you have. And they don't understand that, and that's the problem with a lot of coaching. To me, coaching, real coaching is saying, hey, I have these ingredients, I can make this meal. I don't have this meal to make mac and cheese. I make a meal to make ham and cheese. And they don't understand, to me, some coaches don't, well, I only have this this plate. It doesn't work if you don't have the personnel for it. you got to format your plays towards your personnel. And I think that's our problem. So I expect us to get blitzed by Dallas. All right. Love you guys. I got to run. Bleed blue. Hey, good luck on that event tonight. Appreciate you, bro. You know that. Thank you. UK. That's the Orange's own DWB himself. 929-477-4171. Here's the man with that ring on his head. Brooklyn Sean in the house. What's up, Keith? Hey, what's going on, brother? Sin hey. City, huh? Well, we're trying to do. We hope we're hoping for a Lynn Saturday. We're hoping for a Lynn Saturday. No, 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 hold on, wait. You, you said Sin City. I mean, I can I say Mean City. Boy, some things okay, I can uh, say right now. Things I, I, I witnessed. I didn't go that far. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was there with you. I seen it. I seen it. Party bus. I seen it. Okay. So, um, gotcha. so Sean, <laughs> talk about this. Uh, this, this, whatever you got, matchups. Uh, uh, what your expectations, if any? Are we tanking like like Bake said? Are we trying to get Caleb Williams? What we try? What are we trying to do, man? What's going on in your eyes? Well, I know what should be going on in my eyes with this show. I think we should always be talking about happy stuff on this show. Like we should be talking about next year, everybody meeting up at the Hall of Fame game when Eli becomes a Hall of Famer. I think we should be talking about when the team is playing like a team. Well, I'll be there for that. Enjoying ourselves. Yeah, because be talking about this stuff right now is very depressing. And then when you think, and I, I try, everybody has their opinion, fine. And I try not to get on people personally. But then when you hear stuff like, you know, we played down the, you know, the opponent, I'm trying to figure out who we played down to because we are down. We can't play down to somebody. We're the worst team in the NFL. I, I, we, 
there's nothing that there's the shocking part. Somebody, and this is from another Facebook group, was like, wow, when the Jets were losing in San Diego, we lost to the Jets. And I'm like, well, there's two other teams, Arizona and Washington, talking about we lost to the Giants. Like, maybe it's something wow. in that water and met life. Because do you understand it? It's, it's the Giants and the Jets are the least scoring people at teams with touchdowns in the league right now. Something in that water around there. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's not really much positive to say. Well, I, hey, then, don't try to search for it, then. You don't try to search for it. Yeah, By I, the way, I, you said San you know Diego. What? You said, you said we San won't. Diego, man. We don't, have a, we don't have an NFL team in San Diego, bro. No, I'm sorry. I'm so used to I'm so, the L.A. Chargers. You got me. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, I don't think we're going to lose by 40. I think they're going to try to keep it close in a crazy type yeah. way because they, they don't really want to extend themselves. So oh, yeah. instead of losing by 40, 29, 31. Yeah. Then they'll take everybody out halftime. Like, because we can't – we know how they're going to play. We know their plays. We know when they put in high, they're going to try to go deep. We know something crazy is going to have to happen for us to even look halfway decent in the second quarter. Right. Just don't see that right now. Okay. Just don't see it. So it's just all about – if the Cowboys don't turn the ball over mm, eight times, they should win by 31 points. <laughs> so it's just okay, that there's nothing. <laughs> there's, yeah, the All defense right, is, you know, trying their best, but it's basically them not wanting to, to go all out to beat us that badly. And that's that's just, you know, I, I hope it would be better. I hope our office and get together, but I hate using the word tank because I think people should play to the best of their ability to show what they have. And I think Dorito is going to show we have. I, I think we'll score a touchdown. It'll be 38-7. Right. But we're only averaging okay. one touchdown with every three games. And uh, when the Cowboy like defense that. is upset, <laughs> yeah. Just expect the defense yeah. to be a long time. That's all. There you go. Just, all right. That's what I'm talking and about. And we, you know, I'll pick the bank off because I already know. Oh, go ahead. No, yeah, no, bleep no. blue. I'll be right. Bleep blue. I'll be back to you. Stay right there. 929-477-4171. We got the, uh, let me see, we got C-Notes, then Jet, then Billy Bob coming up. This is an extra long, <laughs> extra long show tonight. With a full house in it, and we all a bleed blue family right here. <laughs> Cash in, C notes. Hey, what's the line? What's the line on this game, by the way, Carl? Uh, the Cowboys are favored by sixteen and a half points. Yeah, it is yeah. the highest point of any game in the NFL this season. So what's the what's the over under? Uh, let me see. I'm thinking I'm thinking it's thirty eight and a half, but let me take a look. Give me a second. Uh, okay, now I, I, that's that's enough. That's enough torture. You please don't look it up. <laughs> that, that, that's enough. That's, that's enough. Yeah, it is. Okay, it is thirty. So, it is thirty-eight and a half. 
The line just went up. It's 17. Oh, my God. All right. That goes, I that goes so, with what we're right. talking about. 38 nut. I was so, 39 I was. I was 40 under. under. All right. So, uh, okay. You've heard the show. You've heard everybody's take. Uh, I was looking for matchups, but this is a hard game to match up in terms because I have to admit the, 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 the positive squad player. There are no matchups here. <laughs> there is, that's exactly what I was going to say. I, I don't know what you're going to match up. I mean, we have no offensive line. So give me a take. Give me another take. Give me give me whatever you got. Give, just give it to me right now. Like, I don't care. <laughs> so, so one thing. So one thing I do want to I wanted to say because Bakes mentioned it, and I want to challenge that idea he had mentioned about, you know, you know your personnel, so you can only run certain plays that fit to the personnel. Well, they did that last year. But the problem was, after about the halfway point of the season, when teams began to catch on, particularly the good teams, and began to take those plays away, there was never a plan B because the Giants didn't have the talent to run plan B. You know what I mean? Like, if you have exactly. a low amount of talent, there's only, X, there's only so much you can do. But once that gets stopped, there isn't anywhere else you can go. So now the game is over. <laughs> you, you, you don't have a game breaker on, that, can, that can, you know, take a, a five-yard pass and go 70 yards or a quarterback that can, you know, take a play that might be a sack or, or something that might not be there and turn it into a first down or make a play out of nothing. You, you don't have that. So you're sort of limited with what you've got, and when you're – when that part is done taken care of, there's nowhere else to go. And that's where the Giants are, pr- are pretty much at right now. They got, you know, Danny DeVito playing quarterback. Uh, unfortunately, in that game on Sunday, <laughs> thank, goodness, thank goodness I didn't go to that. Uh, it's the best decision I guess I must have made. He actually had guys open. There were plays to be made. The problem is he's not good enough to execute those plays. You know, guys were – if you look at the all-22 tapes, dudes, if you put – if a if a more representative quarterback was playing that game Sunday, the game is probably a little bit closer than the final score. But because he's a practice squad player playing quarterback, those are the results you get. You know, he's holding on to the ball. I know, folks, I think Chris was blaming the offensive line. No, that man was holding the ball too long. That was – about half of those sacks was him – the ball because he wasn't processing what he was seeing and it's unfortunate you know so you have that and then come Sunday I mean listen I'm going to be there I'll be in the stadium I'm not totally sure if I'm actually going to watch the game but I'll be in the stadium at least and you know the the face of the Cowboys can name the score of the game it's just a matter of whether or not they choose to actually want to play for the first half of the game you know, they'll come out. They do this with, with some of these teams at home. They may slow the game. You know, they may just kind of, you know, dick around with the game a little bit. Or, as they did a couple weeks ago, I remember against the Rams, they went up, I think they were up 33 to, to nothing at the half. So the, it's basically whatever Dallas wants to do to basically treat this game as a one double A game. Because here's the other thing, too. The defense, once I believe – that he once Leonard Williams got traded. Hold, hold on, hold on, Carl. I need, you know somebody, I need somebody to mute their mic in the background. Appreciate it. Oh, oh. They did? Okay, go ahead, go ahead, bro. Okay. I'm sorry. The defense, I believe that once Leonard Williams got traded, that had an effect on the way the defense approached the game on Sunday. It was almost as if, all right, the organization has basically told us that, you know what, the season is a wrap, 
and that's sort of a green light for us to not show up at all. Because you saw the first quarter. You were there in the stadium. You watched the first quarter of that game. Did you not come away after watching like the first like two or three Raiders drives and say, what the hell? Um, yeah, why that? Yeah, that's what I said to myself. And so the question going yeah. forward, Chris, is does the defense look at themselves and say, you know what? They basically have get, the team has given up on the season and continue what you saw last week. Mm-hmm. Do they try to make mm-hmm. amends the rest of the season? I don't know that. I know this. They know that they're not playing with a with a competitive quarterback for the next month. So at that point, the season is lost. They have no quarterback. They're two and whatever the number is. Half the team is free agents at the end of the year, making sure that they protect themselves so they can get a deal somewhere else in the league. You know what? You go into self-preservation mode at that point. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, And right now that means, um, I don't know what, second pick in the draft, trying to move up? (laughs) I don't know what the hell. I don't know what it means. Well, well that's, ooh, so, so that's another kind of part of this. We probably should talk about this on Sunday. Oh, I'm going to bring that up the next round. I'm going to bring that to the, the next yeah. round. So stand by. Thanks a lot. That's C-Notes, everyone. From, live from Dallas himself. 929-477-4171, Big Blue Roundtable. This is your professor talking to you. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everywhere. Fly High G6 is on the line. The floor is yours, sir. What's up? Fly High. What's going on, man? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, Chris, you got, up, you got a habit of getting missing. You got a habit of getting missing in these cities, man. You came to Charlotte a few years back, man. You was missing the whole weekend, man. You got, uh, you got a bad that, habit. Uh, ask, 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 ask the founder of the Bleed Blue Show, Steve, where I was. Okay, that's where I work. And also, I got family in your town, man. My grandson is over there, so I got to spend time with him, too. So that's what's going on. If if that's the excuse you want to use, hey, man, we'll roll with it. I'm going to put my grandson against me and my excuses (laughs) for being around the dead household. So that's what I'm going to do. Anyway, anyway, you just sat there for the longest and heard everything. Everybody, you know where this is going, so chime in. Look, here's the silver lining. Uh, DeVito hasn't had preparation as a starter yet, right? Come in as backup. So he's not going to throw the open receivers because he's just not. That playbook, they're going to dumb it down for him. So he's not going to hit open receivers on the field because he's just not prepared. He just wasn't prepared for that. Uh, one week it was Tyrod. DJ came back last week. He didn't get starter reps in those in those practices. This week he'll get starter reps. Now, are we going to get blowed? Most likely. Um, that's me and Steve. This is why I mess with Steve. No, this is why I mess with Steve right here. I went back and watched film of Devito. <laughs> I went back and watched film of Devito last night. See, me and Steve. That's why me and Steve get along. That's why me and him bond the way we do with sports, man, because I did the exact same thing. I went and watched some Illinois tape last night. Um, he'll make some plays in this game as being prepared for the starter this week and, and, and getting those reps. But um, I didn't see a lot out of that tape, out of his college film, man. I, I just didn't see a lot. It was, just wasn't a lot there to go off on to be optimistic about, you know, the season. Right now, I, hey, I got, I got the Tar Heels. 
I got the Tar Heel quarterback in my in my view, and I just want us to keep Devito at starter for the rest of the year. I I, I just got to I got to want. Is, is hey, that gotta, bias? Is that bias because no, that's, that's the May. squad? Is that May? Is that May? I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, May. Yeah, yeah, Drake May. I just didn't yeah. like how they lost to Virginia. If you could, if you could rationalize the way they lost to Virginia, then maybe you could sell me. But that's the, that's the question. That's the question for the next segment. Here's, Carry on, bro. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, Steve. The defense is not that good in, at UNC right now. Uh, they, they're just not that good, man. They lost. They, you know, they lose players every year to the pros. What have you? They're just not that good. So I can't put those games on May. Like, I can put certain games on Williams. Um, you know, I know we're going to talk about this later. I don't want to get too far into that. Yeah. But I feel like yeah, Williams good. I feel like Williams had bad games. I can't say Drake May had a bad game like that yet. Uh, the defense has been bad, and they've lost games. Uh, but yeah. That's my take that's, on that's, it. That's, okay. Yeah. That, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Go ahead, bro. But let me now, say this. Go back to this game. Huh? Let me say this. Um... I, I think that let's. I don't, I don't see a game on the schedule that we can win this year. Another game, not not with Devito. Uh, I was looking for a glimmer of hope in his in his tape, and just my evaluation. Uh, I just don't see it. Now, hey, he can make us all eat crow. Brock pretty made everybody eat crow last year. Not saying he's gonna do that, but anything's possible, right? It's the NFL, but I just I personally don't see it, man. I just don't see it. Even been yeah. a Sunday, but I just, I, I, I just don't see it, man. Uh, you know, Mike uh, Kafka is I, not Kyle Shanahan. Let's put it like that. <laughs> well, Hell that's right. true, but I, I will say this, and, and, and I will say this, man. Kafka hands are tied. You had, you had Daniel Jones, who would not run the playbook. You would, you would snap the ball and have your head down watching for the pass rush. You, there were plays to be made down the field. So if you're not gonna make the plays. My play calling is handcuffed at that point. I'm trying to get out the game. I can't open it up if you're not gonna if you're not gonna throw the ball and you're skittish and your head is down. And I'm a DJ. I was a DJ fan. I probably I'm the probably biggest DJ fan on the show that was beating the drum for Daniel Jones. But he showed me all I needed to see this year. I'm off that train. Mm-hmm. But as a play caller, man, you limited me when you don't make the plays on a simple, the simple plays to be made, the simple routes to be made. Tyrod was making them, but you're not making them. I can't call, I can't. My hands are tied at that point. I can't open it up. You're not even playing football at this point. You're scared. So, yeah. I, you know, that's what I saw, man. Uh, I, that's what I see for this weekend, man. I just, hey, I like to evaluate other players on the team. That's what I'll be doing. You know, uh, I'll be looking at uh, uh, the center. I'll be looking at, uh, you know, uh, um, uh, uh, Bobby O and players like I just, you know, I, I love football, man, and I'll be watching my team. And uh, I, I don't, I don't have a lot of optimistic about winning a lot of a lot more games this year. I hope we get the number one pick in the draft so we can we can get Drake, man. Yep. Okay. All right. I'm looking at Caleb, but you might, you know what? Depending on who's coordinating, you may have a point. You may have a point. But we'll talk about that. Thank you. We'll talk about that. Thank you for holding on and coming back, bro. Appreciate that. G6, everyone. 929 477 4171. 
Coming up is uh, Lady Blue and, and, and Big O and Levetta coming on. But first, first, and first. Yeah. Man, I'm in my feelings right now, bro. <laughs> well, if you're in your feelings, Billy Bob, let's hear it. You got the floor. Good evening, everybody. How y'all doing? Yeah, uh, we good. I don't even know. No, I don't even know how to say if I'm in my feelings or not, man. It's just that we just, uh, I guess we just really like, like, hey, to be honest with you, that's all we're doing. We're just watching to see what's good, what's, what else is left of the Giants that we can just take positive vibes from. That's it, man. Like just watching these games, it's just, even when they get getting beat, you're just hoping for some glimmer of hope that they just show some, some signs of positive, dog. Some signs, man. That's crazy. And then even with that, bro, even with that, like, you see DeVito throw some passes in last, in last week's game. That even looked good to me, man. I mean, just when you see him throw the open receivers, and we can't even, and we didn't even see none of that this year, just him throwing the open receivers, hitting uh, Robinson in the back of the end zone, that just, like, like that made you kind of feel good. And then you were just hoping that we just get a couple of stops and they get going, and, and then you just see like that side of the Giants that that we just don't have it, we just don't got it, and it, and it hurts. But you still to sit there and watch the whole game. You, I, it was so crazy that I still watched the game to the end, and it just hurt just to see like we couldn't muster up nothing else. It's just three and out punting, and it's like it's just hurting. I don't even know what to say to Brian Dayball. You got McKinney coming out with his little extra. I mean, coming out with the, with the back room, a lot of locker talk, and I don't know, man. So I'm be real with you. It just it just feel good getting on a bleed blue show with y'all, just to let let our frustration out and just hear from some of y'all guys, and you know what I'm saying, getting our point of view. So that's that's what it is. That tell you the truth. That's what it's about right now. Because other than that, man, it's just that we just we're just looking at. I don't even want to say paragraph. I don't even want to say we're looking at garbage, man. We're just looking at a team that ho- hopefully something just come out right. And then as far as and this week game against Dallas, I can honestly say it could be a positive vibe if the Giants just say we're going to scrap up and play for something like how they did against Denver when when Denver was on that undefeated run and somehow the Giants like scrapped up. And just made it happen when they threw the ball to Monty Tuman, and you just like, wow, that felt good for me to even stop the upset. But if we just looking for the Giants just to come in and just like just scrap up and just beat Dallas, that's what we're looking for, honestly. Even though we want that number one pick, I mean, even though we're looking for some future picks, but we just want to see if they can just scrap up and just give us a battle, just walk there and just, you know what I'm saying, scrap up and do what they gotta do. But as far as that, I ain't really got nothing to say to y'all, but. You know, we got y'all on the line, so that's great. That's good enough for me. That even put a smile on my face just to hear y'all. So that's that's what it is. Oh, man. Thank you, bro. That's what we all need, man. We're in therapy right now, every one of us on this line, man. Listen, I didn't think we were going to win nine games or nothing like that, but, damn, I sure I sure as hell didn't know we was going to be two and seven by right now. Excuse me for being yeah. a wide-eyed. I, I, but damn, 
no, 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 you just no, no, no. It ain't even that. You're right. You just thought that we was gonna go in and just scrap, just like scrap to get some wins. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like show a little something at least, life. And we didn't even get that. So, no, we didn't get all that. we could do is just you know what I'm saying, sit back. It seems like, like that's ever since that, got, that block, ever since that block field goal on Monday night, man. That, I mean, on our first opening game, I was like, oh shit. What is this going to be? So, yeah, I, I kind of get it. I get it, bro. All right. Bleed Blue, homie. Stay right there. 929-477-4171. Happy anniversary, every, everybody. Say happy anniversary to Lady Blue. This is her day. Happy anniversary. Thank you. Happy, happy anniversary. anniversary. All yes, right. 27 Let's... years in marriage today, and we haven't been on America's Most Wanted or the first 48. Or <laughs> <Well>, snap. <laughs> you go, girl. Dang. We've come close, but haven't made it there yet. <laughs> oh, so, so you are expected to be on soon, I think. Yeah, you said yet. Uh, I, well, I said yet, so yeah, you never know. But yeah, we. I mean, the highlight, we went to uh, Maggiano's for uh, some Italian food, and I was like, ooh, when we left the restaurant, it was 20 after 7. I was like, ooh, I'm going to call in, because <laughs> I let Mario drive, because I had a nice Big strawberry margarita for for drinking. Okay. Mario can't drink because he's working, so he's got to go to work tonight. So, yeah, I'm good, baby. I'm good. So, spot out your blue mess right right now. Go ahead. We fucking suck. (laughs) There's no other way to put it. We're just, I mean, I have no expectations for Sunday. The only thing I'm expecting is hopefully not to get beat by... 40 to nothing again. I'm hoping that it won't be a shutout. Other than that, like Carl said, there's no such thing as matchups because, one, we, we don't even know, who, I mean, who's playing and who's not playing because when we expect them to put key players in, they don't. And when we don't need the key players to be in, they put them in for some reason. I mean, the whole season of calling plays has been asked backwards and just bad this season. I mean, yeah, I agree with you, Chris. I didn't expect us to win nine games, but, hell, I expected more than two wins. I mean, I expected yeah. us to beat the Jets. I expected us to win last week, and I really, really wanted to go. But, yeah, but I already looked at the schedule, and I'm already planning on being at the Atlanta game next year. So, because yep, to me, that's only an hour flight from Jacksonville. I'll see you at the ATL. Oh, Yeah. yeah. I'll be in the I'll be in the ATL, um, but but I have no expectations for Sunday. I'm just gonna wear my giant stuff as I always do. Represent the team that I love. Right now, I love to hate them. They they cause everybody auditor and make us all alcoholics. But we're all here because we love them. And like I said, I just wish. The Giants fans around the world would unite and put money together and buy the damn team for Mara because he don't deserve it. Oh, he boy, really that's my next does segment. not deserve it. He he just he does not deserve this team. His parents right now are are rolling in their oh, grave boy. saying, "What the hell did we do? Why did we leave this team, our beloved segment. team, to this moron?" But <laughs> you know, it is what it is. We're here with each other every week talking talking our smack, saying what we believe and what we want to see. I just wish the organization cared about our team as much as we do. 
But yeah. I'm here with everyone that I love, so I'm in a good mood. So bleed blue, everybody. Bleed blue, happy anniversary. I know thank that's, you, thank you. that's wonderful, man. You went 27 years. Jeez, I couldn't go 27 yes, minutes. 27 years back. married, known each other for 40 because we met when we were 15. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, we've known each other with, and been dating on and off since we were 15. The girl I was with when I was 15, man, she, you know, she in a wheelchair now. Just, just mm-hmm. Some people are just lucky. I don't believe I said that. Not to bleed blue. Happy anniversary. <laughs> happy anniversary. Guess who is here? Guess who's here? Coaching, man. Come on, man. Who noticed it? Or I'm sorry, yo, I said, yo, uh, this team, man, this team. So, I mean, well, oh. I, I learned today. Hold on, Bubba Dub. <laughs> Hold on, Bubba Dub. Big O. Yo, what's going on, man? I got my boy Bubba Dubs here, man. He want to say something to the Bleed What's Blue up, Bubba Dub? Say something, Bubba Dub. New York Giants, trash. <laughs> Daniel Jones, trash. Tyrod Taylor, Big Newton, trash. And Danny DeVito, I don't know what y'all think he's going to be, but I know where he's going to be. Trash. That's I all I want to say to you. I hope he throws 50 times this week. 50 times. Bro. I hope they he just air it out. Our, our wide receivers have gotten no light this year. Bro. Considering. And, I'm, it, it, and it's because they, I can't say it's the wide receiver. I, I heard some people, they're not getting separation. Nah, nah, nah. Stop it. <laughs> Nah. Stop it. Nah, the ball, I ball. I don't think we went over 25 yards five times this year. Like, I'm talking about, dude, I, I'm with you, man. I, I, I didn't think we was going to win nine, ten games. Huh? But I thought we was in there for seven, eight-ish. I, I really Competing. did. I thought we was going to come Competing. in there and compete and punch some people in the mouth because we got it last year. We figured it out. And then this year the coaches are coming, add some new stuff. And Daniel, you know it better now, so we're gonna we're gonna let you loose. We're gonna unleash the beast, bro. We all fell for it, bro. We fell for the banana in the tailpipe. It was never he was never it, bro. It is what it is. This happened. It's just the football guards know how to make moves a certain way. Hate to say it had to be like this, but things really have to change in New York, man. It, it really has to change. This this. Personal stuff that that goes on in the office that puts us in this situation that we in because we uh, you all know how I stand. This thing been personal for years. It's personal that put us in this position. I'm telling you, man. It's just it's less we could go back, but I'm not gonna go. That's another show. But y'all know me. Y'all know where I stand. This is not business football. This team is where we at is because it wasn't handled in a business way. It got personal in the, in, 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 in the era of our football fandom, and it, it, it put us right here where we at, bro, right here where we at. So moving forward, hope this is just a big wake-up call and told you so and all the you screwed it up, it, it blew up in your face, all that in the front office all the way down. I can't even say the coaching staff because Dable has this look on his face like he's been frustrated. You know, he just took on something that came with some, you know, some re- restrictions and 
that played out, and, and now you got nothing else to do but let the guys do their job and get who they want to get, you know, so it is what it is. But moving forward this weekend, Danny DeVito, you ain't got <laughs> to worry about, bro. You ain't got shit to worry about. Throw that motherfucker. You do, I mean, come on, bro. Like, I wish I was in this man. Yo, Steve, I wish I was in this man position, yo. I don't even know how to throw. But I'm going to right. throw my shoulders loose throwing yep. that motherfucker. Because it's just like you got nothing to lose. Nobody's expecting anything. So you should be as calm as any. Bro, let it go. I don't care if you don't see it well, whatever. Just do something. Just, just make it exciting. You you got a chance to go out there. You ain't going to win the game, but do something the rest of these cats wasn't able to do and and show some kind of life, show a fight or something, man. I, and, I'm, and I know the kid is going to go out there and try to put it all, because like, like Jet said, he wasn't prepared. He was never prepared, right. and that kind of gave me a little suspect with coaching a little bit too because I'm sorry. You can't be paying cats on these rosters and they can't run the playbook. I'm sorry. Right. Things happen. This right. is life. This is football. Two two people can get knocked out in the same game and and he's up. Oh, I have never seen that in my life, bro. Like I'm telling yeah. you, I've seen third string quarterbacks running the playbook. You know, they throwing down the field. It it is what it is. But I, I, that kind of show I kind of felt like the coaching staff after last year they kind of threw this thing on cruise control and wasn't doing the extras and the X and O's that needed to be done. I'm telling you, Bill Belichick probably would walked in there like I, I'm disappointed in you, David. Watch your language. Like, this is how you're running Watch it? language. You know, I'm just sorry, but I'm just saying. You know, I think you would have came in. I'm disappointed how you're running things because things got a little laxy-daisy, I feel like. There's things that should have been covered and, 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 and rectified and already in place, and they've been exposed. You guys ain't ready. So what you doing? Right. What I'm paying you for? What the fans is here for? Like, you know what? Come on, man. Don't Last year was we had you. You was coach of the year. You, you know, we – and this year, you kind of took a step back. You kind of had areas where you were looking like you was confused out there. So this weekend, set it all loose, man. Like, yo, you ain't got nothing to lose. Just tell your quarterback, blow a shoulder, man. Hey, you see it, then gun it. You know, do your thing. You know, these receivers run hard, do 110. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, at least make it look good, man. Cause I, I, I know Jet wants this thing to go all the way out, go go down the gutter. And, I, and I, I'm with him. Let's let this shit go but at the end of the day you getting paid out here that's cats that's got careers still got to go you know go out there and, and lay it on the line you know you, you you're not gonna win because you're, you're out coach you're outmatched you're out everything you the giants just in disarray right now so just 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 go out there and play with some heart man show put it on the line man just you ain't got nothing to worry about man throw that damn ball man that's it man because at this point just like like everybody else on the phone said getting on this show Hearing other fans talk, you know, that's all we got right now. We all we got. We ain't got the jazz. Yeah. We can't talk. Absolutely. We can't talk to nobody, trash, nothing. I'm zipped up right now. I can, who, who is me to come go, go for what? I can't. Yeah. Come on, son. Let's don't even play around. It, it's, it's about, it's, I can't pull out You're the right. old Super Bowls, none of that. Yeah, I, I understand all that. But I'm talking about the now, today. Right. Stop it. Right. We can't say nothing. But just, you know, come together, heal together, you know, keep this thing going, and then we'll get out of it, man. I, we we was in this position before, but this might be the worst. You know what I'm saying? We've been in this position before, but this might be the worst. 
and um, they got to make the moves, man. They got to make their moves, man. I'm, it is what it is, man. But Sunday, hopefully those guys played out or, or put it out on the line. But I kind of if you can act when you get back to Jet, I did tell Jet this week. I said Jet, I think the defense might check out on us, bro. If this team is about the, the defense, just preserve yourself. Why? Why? When is we're not going to be winning games, so I'm not going to go out there and put it all on the line, man. Some already got contracts; they locked in already. It is what it is, man. I'm a, I'm a, you know, tiptoe and play around and hang in there a little bit. But I feel like they're going to check out on the offense. You know, and when you know your offense can't shake nothing, come on, man. It's over, bro. Let's enjoy what we have here, man. The family, and um, Lee Blue family. Lee Blue, Lee Blue. That's big O. All right, all right, all right. By the way, if you're listening for the first nine, time, 929-477-4171, you are listening to the smartest, most intelligent, cerebral football fans in the NFL. We're called the Bleed Blue Show. We represent the New York football Giants. So, uh, you know, and I, I want to allude something, Steve, to uh, – I want to go back to something that big old Lady Blue said. And even, even C-Notes just had, had touched on. So – I'm looking at the queue right now, and I've met every one of y'all except Billy Bob. All right? I saw every one of y'all before my eyes. Um, I, I've been over Lady Blue's house where she's got the entire team adorned at her house. You know? Right. And it took a while for her to accumulate things like that. It takes a while for us to look at our schedule. We always look at the schedule at the, at the beginning, like in the summertime, just at, when the camps are going on, we map out if we're going to go to this one on the, as West Coast, this one on the East Coast, can we afford it? Is that a good sign? Uh, the, the merch got to be right. You know, you see Brooklyn Sean, he got a big-ass championship ring on his head every day, you know, and you you see this, this kind of uh, just love and reverence for our team. And it's very important, man, that we have this. I mean, it's something that we've, we've been loving since childhood, many of us, you know, and I can dig it. I can dig it because it's, 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 a, it's a nice relationship between your fandom and the people that appreciate you for attending games, the people that appreciate you for being part of their particular memories and so on and so forth, right? But I'm wondering, does the ownership realize that shit? Because mm-hmm. I think they really checked out on us, too. Mm-hmm. What I mm-hmm. mean by that is, I can't, and I'm going to, who was this that said that? Billy Bob was, no, I'm sorry. It was Big O, it might have been you earlier today. Mm-hmm. I mean, earlier in the show. But, you know, we just, uh, the current regime that's in place right now, I don't really think they have, they may have 70% to do with why we're not at full speed, but not 100%. And you as good as the atmosphere you come into. There was a report I saw earlier today about Xavier McKinney saying something about, um, um, I think, from a leadership standpoint, I don't think the coaches have done a great job at letting the leaders lead and listening to the leaders and the captains. Mm. You know, yep. and when that you Billy like that, huh? I'm sorry, who was that? Uh, Billy Bob. Yeah, that was, that was me that said. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Yep. All season. That, that's the problem. All season. Yep. 
That's the problem. Because when you start losing, then you start looking at each other. Mm-hmm. When you start winning, there's that kind of that kind of thing don't happen very often. Take the Raiders mm-hmm. last week. They won big family right now. Mm-hmm. They have to pick his shit. And it had it took it took a, a cancer. They had to get rid of a cancer to improve. Now, I I laughed about three years ago. What's Steve at? I laughed about three years ago when Dre, Dre Graham said, fire Mara. I said, okay, look, you don't fire the owner, man. It don't work that way. And we was all cracking up. But for some odd reason, that shit makes sense now. Yes, so it does. What I gotta say is this. So what I got to say is this, because I know they're listening, and this is on the airways, and before I go to Steve, I just want to say this to the, to the giant brand. Continue with your wonderful philanthropy. Continue with your co-ventures in business and what you do for the community at large around, around the stadium and what you do in New York and upstate, upstate New Jersey. And I think it's wonderful the, the partnerships you build and the things you've gotten together in terms of, of, of the community. But let Joe Shane do his job and stay out of players' business because you're not very good at it. This is a new day and you're tearing us down. That's all I got to say. Steve Azul, I ain't talking to you in a minute. How you doing? <laughs> I'm all right, man. I'm all right. So uh, it was good speeches <laughs> by everybody. Uh, good uh, feedback from Bates. I concur with what he said on the weekend. So, and that, uh, yeah, I do. Too. Where, yeah. where do you yeah, want to go with this? You wanted to talk quarterbacks or did you want to talk the weekend or you want to talk more of this game? I wanted to talk. I want to talk. Look. I, I really wanted to – I came into the show anticipating to talk about this coming up weekend, okay, and this game and the matchups, the typical things, the matchups, right. you know, and all this stuff. But there's really nothing to match up anymore. There's nothing really to anticipate. There's nothing to really we – can, we can speculate all we want to, but it's not going to be any fun. As soon as C-Note said, said 16 and a half, I just deflated. <laughs> I was thinking 17. So, I was right on par. So, yeah, I was thinking 17. Yeah. I didn't even look at it. So, yeah. So, like Big that O said, about... we just got to look to the future. And it's too early for us to talk about draft. To me, it is. It's too early for us to talk about. Well, well way too early. Well, well yeah. ironically, I actually can speak on it a little bit because if you – Guys, I've checked it out. I've been really studying up on the college football week to week. That's why I do the all football with the schools every week, and I can speak on a lot of that shit. So, well, I got that, that, not this episode. That, that's an episode probably towards the end of the year when I have all my right. notes together. So, somebody mentioned the quarterbacks. I don't love any of the quarterbacks, but I'll say the top three or four are better than what we currently we had in Jones. You know. Thank you. Um, then you took the words now, out my mouth. I, I love what I saw out of Penix in the Oregon game. That would mean mm-hmm. he's a southpaw quarterback. That means Andrew Thomas goes to a weak side uh, offensive tackle, and Evan Mills, your strong side offensive tackle. Could that work? I right. don't know. If you look at Caleb Williams, I'm not, I did not like how he showed in the Notre Dame game in particular. Um, he struggled, but then when you look at Caleb Williams, you say to yourself, okay, are you getting a Lincoln-Riley type of offensive coordinator to go with it? So you're going to have to cut guys and bring in somebody like a Lincoln-Riley so Caleb Williams could – can flourish. So, but I do like Caleb Williams' character. I, he's a D.C. kid. Uh, he went to Oklahoma, transferred to USC, got the Heisman last year. 
I hope stat pads. See, that's the thing. He stat pads. He lost that Utah game as well. Even though he did come back and take the lead, it was the USC's defense that that, that screwed them up. But um, is it you want me to talk the weekend? What else you want to talk about? I mean, I was, I was no, no. At the quarterback. I so which one of these? Which one of the four that you saw looks like the, the one that we're going to draft? Because obviously we're going to draft a quarterback, bro. Uh, I mean, it's too fucking early to be talking draft, man. But if I, I, I if no, no, the no. quarterback, I realize, I realize I like, that. But that I, do they want that contract, the front loaded of the contract? I don't know what they're going to do. I would You see, you know, already know where I stand. I, I've been off the Daniel Jones trade all winter with you guys last year when it was me, you, DB Nation, Manny, all March, April, all through the draft, stakeholder yeah. my drafts, all spring. You already know I've been off that train, so I'm not bitching about it. I'm already way past yeah. that. What the Giants are actually going to do, they're probably going to retain them or something to, to, to save face. But, um, yeah, I, I've been off that train, dog. Been off that train. I was off that train since the Minnesota game, the first one. Even before they went to the playoffs, I was off the train. You guys heard me say that shit on the show. Even when we went to Philadelphia. I was at that game. I've been off the train, dog. So, um, as far as quarterback, I don't even love none of them. But, I mean, they're a little bit – any of them are kind of, let's say, marginally better than, than what we have. You just got to – their coaching styles to bring. So you're going to have to bring in a whole new coaching staff and revive your, your team around that. I like Penix a lot, especially in that Oregon game. Um, and then as far as, you know, I mean, I, I guess we're off the Dallas Cowboys shit. I mean, it, it, this, this game's done, man. We, we're not going to win, especially the way we can't block. I see the way Dallas blocked um, the Eagles' uh, front line. We ain't got – our coaching doesn't even do that. Like, double teams, you know, like how they neutralize the Eagles' pass rush as best as they could, you know. Yeah. We don't have – so I just I just don't see any hope, man. Uh, let me say last thoughts, and I, I got to jump off, man. Let me say this last thoughts about the okay. weekend with the yeah, Bears. That, that was – I mean, there's, it was up there, man. I ain't going to lie, man. Pers- it, it may be my personal favorite. But I think yeah, their camaraderie in 2017, Tampa was fun. I love Chicago the way uh, the bus organization of that was with Carl with the bus from uh, uh, from the spot by Wrigley down to uh, Soldier Field. I love that, like the camaraderie, the, the tailgate on the lake. I love that. I mean, everyone everyone had his flavor, and then that's not even that's just the main ones. That's not even including the side ones in Houston, uh, Charlotte one year or that that same year, I think. Uh, Miami two years ago with Billy Bob was there. I mean, everything had its own flavor, man. So, I mean, Bakes said it right. You know, it's fantastic weekends. If you've ever never been, you should definitely go. I think, me, me personally, unless the Giants do what, what Kansas City and Miami do and they go to Germany, man, I am I already got there in the oldest stadium. So I'm actually at a point, like, I'm ready to, you know, focus on the hockey ones, MLB, but that's just me personally. So the weekends, if you haven't done it, definitely jump on it, man. That Vegas shit was fun, man. I, I think we barely scratched the surface on what we did that weekend, and we have so much fun, man, outside of the game. And the next time the Giants are in a situation, they stink and they go to Raiders, I'm getting a, a standing room only ticket. I'm not paying $400 again for that seat again, man. I'm done. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, good weekend, Chris. <laughs> Very good weekend. Good weekend. Blee blue, Steve Azul. Everybody. Blee blue. All righty. So let's holler. Uh, let me open up the mics a little bit. Mute yours if you ain't talking, though, y'all. All right. So, and by the way, you know, our Lady Blue was talking about um, um, next next year in ATL. I don't know if that's, is that a done deal? Is that a definite or how does that work? I don't know. 
But if so, I will be there. The, the locations are available. They're out there. Um, I can confirm that for you. Oh. The schedule, right. but not the actual schedule. It's who we are playing for the next three to four years is already out there. It, we just don't know dates yet. I'll be in the ATL because all my family's out there, and I don't want to, and I, and I got to see Jet again. <laughs> well, and, well, I'm uh, in Charlotte, yeah. and, and, and they definitely come I know where you are, but you're going to that game, so you so just be quiet. No, nah, I ain't That's coming to I'm coming giving you a you year, man. You, get the, you got a year notice. No, nah, man. A year notice. I ain't, come, I ain't, I ain't come to, to the ATL, you. man. Hey, hey, if, you the other, hey if I'm going to follow you to the other place and I'm not going to mention that, then you can come to the ATL, okay? All right. <laughs> hey, man. Nah. Hey, nah. man. Uh, uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, here's the list. All right, all right. All right, you guys. Yeah, Chris, here's <laughs> See notes. See notes. Yeah, Chris, hey, no, they're going to be in Atlanta. Oh, wait, what's the list? What's the list, C-Dose? I'm sorry. Jeff will make you laugh. I'm sorry. C-Dose, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Like Lady Blue said, they're in Atlanta, Carolina, Cleveland, uh, Pittsburgh, and then whoever finishes in last place in the NFC West, which is probably Arizona. So they'll be back there again. Okay, so that means i got two to go to. That's Atlanta and Carolina. All right. That's a lot. Oh, three, 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 because I definitely got to go to Pittsburgh, too. Depending on week, which weekend they, they land, I'm definitely going there. So Pittsburgh, that's three. Pittsburgh that's was three a great games. time. Went, went there in 2016. It was a great time. All right, I'll be there again. And the, the food in Pittsburgh is very underrated, let me tell you. It's, don't be on the diet over there, I'm telling you. Oh. All right. And besides, I like the Steelers. If I wasn't, I, I said it a couple of times already, if I wasn't a Giant fan, I'd, I'd be either Pittsburgh or a Jet fan. Yes, I said it, but I ain't, so you can't crucify me. All right. All right. All right. Let's let's put a final thought spin on everything. It's kind of early, but this is one of those shows where I wanted everybody to speak. And I also wanted, I was thinking that, um, um, I forgot that this was the, the night that Fix had to do a little something because I wanted him to go ahead and say something, but he's not here. So it's up to us. So from the top, Dre Graham, you actually got to, you are the guy. So do you spill? Man, hey, I'm, I'm going to say this, right? God damn it, Billy Bob. I was talking to Chris at halftime in the tunnel in the, in the little hallway yep. in the stadium, and I said, Billy Bob is going to be screaming. Into the phone. You disappointed me, man. You was too, you was too calm, man. I thought you were gonna be screaming into the phone. <laughs> I thought yep. the beat grinder was gonna come through and and throw people in face first. <laughs> but hey, that's how you know it's bad when Billy Bob is just calm. Like hey, hey, my, know, my health is, is more important. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was trying to tell y'all they left us for dead out here. They tried to bury us alive. I wish I would have been They left us for dead. Hey, hey, Billy Bob came on like he said. Billy Bob, Billy Bob came on like, hey, hey, man, hey, uh, hey, man. When he say that is is he, he stuck, man? He can't say nothing else. He's stuck, yo. Yeah, I don't know where you go. All right, all right, all right. So listen, listen, let's let's finalize this thing. Okay, look, Um, we got a a game 
this upcoming weekend with one of our rivals, division rivals, and we are, everybody's in agreement that we are definitely outmanned here. Okay? We don't really stand a great chance. And this is not even being negative. We all know the deal. We don't have a great chance of winning this game. So we might as well be, and we and we might not win the rest of the season out. To be perfectly honest with you, you did see the last two out of three weeks of the season. I I, I think you all did. Okay. Although we might, that's one of the games we might have a chance to win, actually, one of those Eagles games, because by then they would have clinched everything and sat everyone down. So, look, I don't know how we're going to do this, but I suggest that we have a hell of a lot of fun for the rest of the week, uh, rest of the year, just talking about our team, laughing about our team, being just building our camaraderie that we already have all the way into next season. Might as well. No, no reason to get, you know, depressed. No reason to be pissed at anything. So something's got to shock us. It would be very nice, like, like, like Big O said, if, if Tommy DeVito went out there and had a final stat line of something like 33 out of 50 for 320 yards and two touchdowns and probably five interceptions. <laughs> but at least he'd be throwing <laughs> But at least he'd throw, at least he'd be throwing the damn ball. That's what I want to see. Just let the kid throw the goddamn ball, man. So, cause, and, and you're right. I don't know who said that. Um, wh- who was it? That said, um, the Cowboys probably don't got a line on this guy. Was it Jason? Yeah, Somebody he, said it. Hey, remember Chris? Oh. Remember that that uh, on on Rocky when uh, Apollo was getting knocked out and he told Rock with uh, the, the the trainer told Rocky throw in the goddamn towel, bro. <laughs> yep. That's yep. and then they use that they use that meme a lot. That's what you need. To tell Dan, Danny DeVito, man, throw the goddamn ball. Just throw it, bro. <laughs> Danny just throw it with that mim right there. Just throw it. Just throw it, throw bro. The ball. You know, like you said, five intercessions. I don't care. You know, you got yards. You out here. You making it look exciting. Bring some life to to, to yep. some part of this offense. Do something, cause man, this bubble gum stuff we've been running, even with the starter. Let's just be honest here, man. Yep. After, ever since that Arizona game, it's been nothing, nothing. I'm like completely nothing. I don't know if he was playing scared, and that's when you get those type of games out of him. I don't know what it is, but all I know, he's not consistent as that guy right there. And when and, and I'm glad Carl brought this up. Ooh, I was on the phone like, ooh, I love me some Carl, bro. Carl said, when teams come in and figure out what you're doing, and take that away. This is a copycat league. Every team is going to do it. Don't think one team did it and the next team ain't going to capitalize off what they did and you got to prove to them that you can, you can defeat it. So right. when teams come in and take away Daniel Jones' legs, you know, we always like, he's, you know, he's the, he, got, he got speed. He can, he's the, uh, the, 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 the white, the white uh, Lamar Jackson. Uh, bruh, teams take out Lamar too. They, sh- they make sure he don't run sometimes. And he has to prove he th- he can throw the damn ball because that was one of the arguments when you said I don't think he's a good pocket passer. Still a little suspect to me, but he's a little bit better now. Daniel Jones, yeah. is, uh, 
trash, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> just fast, bro. Just, I'm just, I'm yeah. sorry. It's just, at the end of this point, we can't be mad. We're not bashing them. It's not, like, yo, if you just look at the league, look at the league, just a, 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 just a well-rounded QB, a decent QB, he's none of that, man. He's none of it. He doesn't check all the boxes. He's never had. And, and, and I'm so and, – and, Carl, I, I'm still trying to figure this out. What other quarterback gets all these chances and all these excuses that backs him up and makes it to this point to get a contract and still trash? Yeah. Like, how do you get away with that? Like, what, what, yeah. how do you not see that this wasn't the right move at all and fans knew it? For a long time, I, I'm like, I'm a, I'm a, I, I don't know what kind of fan you call this. Hey, it is what it is. He's the boss. That's Daniel Jones is the guy. They, they, they work with him every day. They must see something that I don't. If they paying that money, so I got to roll with it because I don't want to see the Giants lose. I want to see him win. Prove me wrong. This was never wrong from the jump. But, but wait, and I wait, wait, jumped wait, wait, up out of my seat on that draft <laughs> night. I think we was all on the phone on that draft night. When they that called Daniel fire. Jones' name, oh my yeah. God, I was I was devastated. I'm like, what? I, what I, was so, I said, who was that? We I had, think I was on the phone with Jim and Sim. I was pissed. Let me interject something. Let me interject something for yep. everybody that don't, don't know what Big O's talking about. It, it, Lady Blue, I'm, I'm pretty sure you were there. We all leading up yes, to the I draft. Was. We leading up to the draft, we talked about what we could possibly get. Some people said Dwayne Haskins. Some people said other people. All this, the guy, the, the, the linebacker, Devin the, the, White. The DN that Jacksonville has. Yeah. And and then the announcement came. They said, and the Giants with the sixth pick of the draft, the Giants select. We were all praised and we were all ready. He said, Daniel Jones of Duke. And it was like and we were all like, "Who the fuck is that?" <laughs> it was like, I remember I screamed out to Jed and them. I was so upset. I'm like, "What?" The we was Jed all on the phone. Oh, you remember? It had yeah. Manning. It had the Manning's name all over it. That's the fucking problem. Phone with black. Right. Black me, yep. him, and me. And I was on a cruise. That I was in the Bahamas. I was on a cruise boat when that happened. And that ruined the rest of my trip, bro. I couldn't yo, believe yo, it. Yo, I was devastated. Yo, yo. I was yo, yo, devastated. Chris. I couldn't believe it. Because even What's Jet that? tried to show me good pointers. You know, everybody's trying to say, okay, maybe they know something we don't know. So Jet did the homework, tried to find it, showed me good points. And his rookie year, you know, he had a little upside. So I'm like, okay, all right, maybe I just don't know what I think I know pitifully. Maybe I just, you know, I got to, I'm, I'm, there's always plenty of room to learn and understand. You know, they the guys the X's and O's. But man, I never felt it in my spirit, son. I never felt it in my spirit, yeah. and I knew I was right. I, this guy just—he's not what I know a quarterback. All my years from Pee Wee League all the way up to the grown adult, understand what a quarterback is supposed to do. He doesn't check all the boxes, man. Sorry. That's y'all, all I say. y'all had to. Take up your y'all. Time. Y'all, y'all had the Porzingis uh, reaction? Did y'all have a Porzingis yeah. reaction? Minus that he oh, might not have that a green card. <laughs> yeah, like who was I this? I was devastated. <laughs> and look, look where we at yeah. now, man. I'm hurt. 
bro. I'm hurt as a fan, bro. That that hurts. That really, really. If I could see Mara right now, I'd break down crying. Like you, you, I'm yo. You hurt me deep, son. <laughs> this was never a business move. This was never a never. business move. All these QBs out here that's light electrifying right now. That's they lighting it up for their teams. We could have had, and you didn't make them. Oh man, you killed me, son. You killed me. When y'all say that, when y'all say that, it's like a slap in the face when you see Joshua, when you see Joshua Dobbs just go to another team and just make that affect <laughs> with, with Minnesota. We looking at ourselves like, well, God, that, no. well, what's going yeah. on here? Yeah, exactly. You looking around like, what is really going on here? And then, and then you get, and then, I, I, I know we say it's moral, but. Do you, how y'all think Gettleman is, like, what do y'all think he's doing right now? Is y'all just think he's home just laughing? Like, I stuck he to him. He's sleep I right now. To he at home sleep right now. Yeah, yeah. I want to gag that. I would have gagged that dude with a cannoli, dude. I'm talking about he, tra- <laughs> he, he, he man, oh, man, bro. He, Big O, you know, he, you know he, what we facing? Chris, you know what we facing here? They didn't want to bring in competition for Eli. They never was going to bring yep. in nobody who was going to yep. knock him off the box. Right. Until yep. it was at the right. end, they brought in Daniel Jones. I guess he knocked him off the box. Yep. When he was totally at the end. Same thing for Daniel. That's why we never was going to get a dog. Anybody that's going to threaten that position with the Giants, they've never done it. They'll never have a Phil Simms hostile issue ever again, man. They just don't. Marwood's just not going to do that, man. He's going to bring in these fifth undrafted, fifth round undrafted people, Tyrod Taylor. He's never going to bring in anybody that's going to threaten that starter's position ever, man. He hadn't did it since Eli. He ain't going to do it now, man. They just ain't going to – they just don't – that's not how they work. Right. Oh. Right. That's it. Right. I mean, that, that's, that's spot on. That's spot on. They just don't work that way. And especially, I think Wellington could have been talked into it. George Young could have been talked into it. Maybe Jerry Reese might have been able to talk to it, but nah. When you brought when John Mara came on, something got stale in the building, man. You know. You knew when I knew it was Something's over. Stale. You know I knew it was over, Chris. I knew it was when, over was that? when reports came out that McAdoo wanted Mahomes, and he really wanted him, and he was begging for him, and Reese didn't pull the trigger, and the, the uh, ownership was like, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, David Gettleman wanted Lamar Jackson, and he had a chance to get him, yeah. and he had a chance to trade up. And uh, rumors has it that Chris Martin, they just, we, we don't want a rapper on the team. We don't want a rapper being the quarterback of the team. Because uh, remember, he was hanging with an yeah. a, a, a element of hip-hop coming out of Louisville. And that, you know, I, yeah. you see the thing there, though? Look at the thing. He had opportunities to get the guy. They, not, they, they want a certain type of quarterback for the team in the face of the team. And then, and if that quarterback's in place, they're not going to bring in real competition, man. The, the, Giants, always the, cl- the Giants always want the class president, the, clean, the bow tie the guy. The clean-cut person. The they don't like sweater. drama. Right. Yep. Right. The organization does not like drama. They want the clean-cut, clean-shaven yep. person to look uh-huh. to, to be the face of the uh, franchise. That's uh, what they uh, give okay. a shit more about That's than right. actual playing. That's right. I said That's that right. Mara right. do not like conflict. Mara does not yeah, like conflict. I've been saying that for five years, yo. I don't know but if he would have got a football game. Exactly. I don't know if he would have. 
I don't know if he would have drafted a Justin Herbert with them long locks and that 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 uh that golden boy long hair. I don't even know if Marley even liked that. I just don't even or Trevor Lawrence who you know got the long locks and long hair and kind of on the wild side. I don't know if Marley wants that that kid as a face of the team but, at quarterback. I mean, but Trevor Lawrence was you know he he was a rock star coming out of college. Marley likes very mediocre. If you're a rock star coming out of college, he's not going to touch you. Even though that don't guarantee you to be a rock star in the NFL, but still, he he. If there's any chance that you're going to be good in the NFL as a quarterback, he's not going to draft you, man. He's not going to pull that trigger to have the GM draft you. He like mediocre. Hold on, y'all. Hold on, hold on, y'all. I'm gonna bring because we get ready. I'm gonna bring Lavette on. She calling in. Lavette, what's going on? Everybody say welcome to Bleed Blue Show to Lavette. Hello, up, Lavette? everyone. What's Hello, good? how y'all doing? Oh, doing good. We're, doing, we're, we're in therapy right now. And, uh, <laughs> Lavette sounds Lavette sound like she's sexy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Lavette, the floor is yours. What did you want to say? <laughs> What, what are y'all talking about? I just came back on. We're talking so. about everything. We're, we're talking about the front office right now. And we were, supposed to be, oh. we were supposed to be talking about the Cowboys game coming up on Sunday. We can still talk about that. I but heard some of that. I heard some of that. I was on earlier. Um, okay. So we want to we want to talk about. Say that again. Do we have a front office? Do we have a front office? Uh, that's what we're trying to figure out right now. I don't That's know. They have no that. kahunas. They have no balls. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. You all? If somebody can enlighten me, because I don't think we have a front office. I think we just blowing with the wind, going with the wind. I don't know what's going on. You know. You know what? And Jet said this, and I and I, 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 I can agree. And I don't know if y'all feel this, but if you look at our team, you know, from having the alpha males to where we at now. Man, Mara don't deal with alpha males anymore, man. Like, no. he really don't. No. He don't get no. those dog-type players, man. Like, That's I don't know. Point. He wants those golly-wash, leave-it-to-beaver-type players, and I don't get it. I don't get it. That's you need dogs. That's you got to have that dog in you. Sorry about that. Go well, ahead, Carl. That's because that's because a certain percentage of the fan base has a very um, triggering reaction to certain players. Think, think of how polarizing Odell Beckham was for certain yeah. people. I'm not going to say right. what people, but right. for whatever reason, despite his talent, he just, there's a certain person that he just, for whatever reason, just rubbed the wrong way. For, I, I never understood that. Right. But, that's where I think some of this is coming from. And right. so hey, Carl, when we look at Carl, you can just say the fan it. base, a large portion of this fan base is racist, bro. All right, wait a minute. Let's just call it what wait, 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 wait. Hold on, y'all. I mean, it, 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 I don't, hey, listen, I'm not, I don't, I don't want to, you know, but. No, I get it, get it. We get it, Carl. We get it. Don't, don't even, you ain't got to say nothing. Man. We, we understand, but moving forward. I get, I get what you're saying, man. It's just, it doesn't make sense. I'm watching other teams' calls, and they, and they okay, got wait, 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 alpha wait, males wait, wait, on the wait, wait, team. 
Okay, so Somebody's rocking hard back there. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Somebody, somebody's got to mute the mic. Somebody got to mute the mic. Okay, there you go. There you go. Okay, Lavette, what do you what do you yes, see going sir. going forward? What do you see going forward from with this team? It's, I don't know. It's hard for me to visualize because every time I think we should do one thing, we do the opposite. So at this point. It's hard for me to predict anything because I, I really don't know. You know, I was, I had, like all of us, we had high hopes for, you know, the new GM. We had high hopes for Dable. He was performing at a different level last year. I don't think he's the same coach this year. Um, I think he's a, he's a different coach. I don't know why. I just don't think he's the same. Um, number one, Number two, I really don't know because it's all over the place. I don't know how they critique their draft picks and why they do what they do. I was never a Daniel Jones fan. I watched Duke. I'm a UNC um, fan, so of course I had to watch competitive Duke. I don't know. I don't even know why we drafted. <laughs> yes, why we drafted. <laughs> it made no sense to me. I, I just didn't. Out of all the quarterbacks they had, why in the hell? Would you pick him? But either way, we picked him, and the first year, okay, go DJ. The second year, and I'm like, he is second strand at best. I've been saying this since his second year. And then we turn around last year when he had a mediocre year. They act like he was fucking playing. I'm sorry. I, I get upset. That's okay. I'm that's, sorry. That's part of the They act like he was core. playing um, like an a, a elite quarterback and give him all this money. And then these giant fans, I'm sorry, I don't know which I see or which I want to see, but he's just not it at mm-hmm, all. Mm-hmm. If you compare it, mm-hmm. and if you go to the games, you see even with him. You guys were talking about DeVito. You know, there was open players. DJ do the same thing. If you go to the games, they're waving downfield, hello, throw the ball, and he's not doing it. So, I mean, DeVito's been watching him. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he might be doing the same thing. I don't have no expectations for that young man. I don't have any expectations for the rest of the year. I'm just, I'm sorry. I expect nothing, mm. so I won't get so disappointed. Mm. So. Mm. Mm. And that tells told everything right there. That's okay. what I'm talking about. We have no expectations on what the hell is going on. We don't know. None whatsoever. We don't know. That, that What's the expectation at this point? Look, we're a frustrated uh, Not to get fan. shut out. That's an expectation. Yeah, really? Not to get shut out. Well, we're going to have three points because I don't even think we'll be able to score a touchdown legitimately. If we do, it'll be three weeks, we're guaranteed not to lose. <laughs> oh, that's what I buy. Yes. Yes. Damn, that's so that's part. We, we still got three more weeks. Not to lose. God. Oh, oh my God. God. I don't know if you're going to get that. Christmas, right? Oh, right, God. man. I, they, they, we need a break. Christmas, right? man. This is crazy. Man, I don't even know what to do. Three weeks to lose. Hey, I wish they would flex our Christmas Day game because I don't want to have them ruin my Christmas. They have us playing on flipping <laughs> Christmas Day, will. and they need they to flex us will. out of that. 
No, they won't. They'll flex dates. They'll flex times, but they will not flex dates. Hey, I got a question for y'all instead. So, how many primetime games have we played this year? And, and, and by the time it's over, how many primetime games will we have played? Five. It plays four in the I think five. The, 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 next, the next game that I then now the next day the game because they they switched they fixed it this year that they could be flexed out is that Monday night game against the Packers, uh, which I believe is the game coming off of the virus. That one I believe because there's two games on that night. Nah, I think they might move that one out um, nah. because the Packers and the Giants are going to come in just bad. Nah, it's a week and there's and there is alternatives. Yeah, nah, it's oh, a week after that when they start flexing. Uh, yeah. Yep. I already read about uh, it, man. I was already hoping they were flexing, but nah, that, that game that game going on that schedule. Man. Yeah, okay. we just uh that's New York anyway. You know New York market. Yeah that's New York. It don't matter how sorry it is, it's just people just want to see New York for some reason. I don't know what it is. I, I, I can't get it. I'm, I've been a fan all oh, my I life. Oh, I know exactly what I, it we, is. We, I know exactly what it is. This market, this is why I can't understand it. And I'm just looking at C-Notes when I say this. That's why it's I It's all about the money. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait, wait. Let me fix, let me, let me fix. Let me fix. Yeah, no. Miami. Uh, yeah. All right. Wait, wait. Hold yeah, on. Hold on. Hold on. Who's got the, cra- the crashing no- no- noise coming out of their phone? No one. Okay, good. Look, the New York market, you guys, look Look at the first um, primetime game of the year. It was Dallas and us. Now, it seems like it was like that every year, but there was one year where it was just Tampa Bay and New Orleans because they had to show Brady against Bree. So it's a showcase thing. And they always want to jump it off in this market because that's where it's the money slash greed slash revenue thing. That's what's going on. And but see, they need to start flexing these things. Now look, right now, see we right now we've had a two hour show. Normally on Thursday, it's it's cut a little short. Sometimes we have overtime or whatever. But tonight, um the Thursday night game is Carolina and Chicago. Who wants to see And it's as boring as hell. See what I'm saying? So I know what they're trying to do with the Giants, but the Giants suck. They're bad. And I got to disagree with a few of y'all. I think Dave Ball's a damn good coach. I, don't, I think he just he has, he doesn't have the team he needs yet. Me too. I Me think too. That Joe exactly. Shane, Me too. I think, I think that Joe Shane was – well, we already know. Joe Shane was left with nothing in the bank. So we yep. – you know, so we know that one. So – I think but, both of them had, had their hands tied. They had to come in on a deal. And the deal was right. you're going to have Daniel Jones and you're going to develop him and you're going to make him that guy because we feel like we're responsible for his demise anyway and we want to get we want to do yeah. right by the kid. Bruh, that's it. That's what that came with. Dable saw it from the first year that, man, this dude is super limited. We only going to be able to run maybe half of the playbook with him. And – it's just by the, 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 the his coaching style, the team ran through a brick wall for him, the guts, the, the, the type of schedule we had, how it felt, because we really beat all the bad teams and lost to the good ones. You know what I'm saying? So 
and and, and won yeah. one good game like in the in 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 the in the, in the playoff. You know what I'm saying? Because we came in jacked up that game there. So in in Minnesota, I don't know how what the hell they was thinking when when they came in there, but we we still, we jumped on that ass. But for the for the most of it, we we super suck, bro. And he got something out of us last year, but this year was a regress. Un- uh, out of, I'm talking about this thing is unbelievable. I can't believe it. Like, this is a whole different. I'm like, yo, I can understand teams know what you can do now, but I thought this guy was the guy. I, I thought you would be able to open up this playbook and he's going to throw 50, 40-yard bombs, 30. You know, we're going to see this stretch. You got these receivers for what? At this point, I'm like, what the hell we got Campbell for? Because he only runs wide receiver screens. That's the farthest he goes. I'm like, what, what, but, what are but we big doing, old, it's the bitch Who's throwing to him? Who's throwing to him? That's what I'm saying. So you already exactly. knew he's not the guy. So why would you put your fans through this? And you knew this years ago. You just didn't find this out now. You knew this. It was just that you, to save your face, one of y'all said it on the line. They're trying to save face. At this point, we in the we're we're in we're in 2024, dude. About to, about to crash 2024. People care. Who cares about you? Made a mistake. You made a freaking mistake. You got the wrong guy. You don't be scared to go get your guy. If it ain't this year, it's something. It gotta be something. But he's not it. You paid this guy the money because that, that was your boy. You know, you paid him that money because it was something personal you felt about this kid. Because I'm telling you, Carl, I'm telling you, Chris, tell you everybody on this phone, nobody else would have went through that and got this far, bro. Nobody. No. There's no, no way. Not you wouldn't even got a contract. There's no way. It's like this you know what, is a show-me you know business. Show me. This is how I pay you. You, you know got what they to fear? show me. What, what, they, what fear? they fear? Go ahead. Look at, here's what they feared. If they gave a one-year contract put the franchise tag on last year at the, at the and he just so happened to fall out. They then would have had to pay the market rate for, for services. They feared that, and so they structured a contract in such a way. I heard someone say the other day they wanted to date him, but they didn't want to marry him. And so they set themselves up in that situation, and then sort of the perfect storm happened where he didn't play well, the team was bad, and now he's injured and basically done for the next nine months. So you put all that together, and now they're forced to have a decision now where they have to move on from him unless you are of the belief that he's going to come back in nine months or ten months and somehow start, you know, sometime in, like, late September, which I don't actually – If they actually, do that, I am done with the Giants. If they do that, I am absolutely hey, I'm done t- with the Giants. I'm, uh, hey, I'm, I'm telling you, I, I, it is not I, as far-fetched and, and as you might think. And what you're saying is not even far-fetched. They do I'm, that. I'm telling you. I am done. I'm telling you that possibility exists. They where they where they, they where he's he's gonna be on the listen, he's gonna be on the roster next year regardless. It's seventy million bucks to, to get rid of. So they're not gonna get rid of him. He'll be he's going to be here regardless. I am turning hey, in I'm, my blue stuff. I, I am not. Do you, I let me, repeat. Well, I wait, am Chris, not me, hanging out. Wait. Well, wait, Chris, let me ask you a question. Do you think that the Giants draft, whoever it is that they're going to draft in the first and second round next year, do you think they want them to play on opening day? Because I don't. Uh, I think that nah. they would rather they would but, rather like like Eli. 
just yes, kind of ease yes. him in. I, I, Josh Allen, really, when he was drafted, guy, they kind of eased him to, in. Listen, do you, Carl, hey, I can deal with that. You know why? No way, because we, leave, we know that his replacement tonight. is here. But if they don't draft the quarterback and they go and lean on that, he'll be back and we'll get more weapons and build up this offensive line. I'm gone, son. I'm done. I can't do this no more. I'm done. Just be, pre- I'm done. be prepared for all I possibilities. If you hear on draft, if you hear I on draft, night, if the, hey, if if they're drafting fourth and the first two quarterbacks aren't there and the next guy is not really available to the state of second round and they draft, I don't know. I'll pick a guy out, Marvin Harrison Jr. And I'm actually not. I, I I'm actually not. I'm not wrong with them doing that and then turning around and drafting the quarterback, let's say, late in the first round. Let's say um, if they like a guy, you know, maybe the kid Daniel from LSU or somebody else along those lines. I'm actually fine with that. Yeah, I'm fine with that too. Okay. But I'm telling you, dude, I can't I can't deal with that. Daniel Jones is you're coming back and you're not getting his replacement. I, I can't hey. deal with that. That hey, I can't hey, deal hey. with. Wait, wait, wait. Bleed blue, baby. 
Stay right there. Lady Blue, say say bye to everybody. Anniversary girl. Love everybody. Can't wait till we all see each other again because I'm going to give everybody a big giant bear hug. Blee blue. Blee blue. Blee blue. LaVette. Yes. Say something and don't hang up. <laughs> Blee blue, everybody. Keep the faith. That's all I can say. All right. And the final two. Give me something real quick, man. Where the hell get it? Yeah. Didn't the fellas. I know he did. He did. He did. Big blue. I mean, big blue. Big, big old. Big Eat blue. one of them Krispy Kreme <laughs> glazed donuts late night, man. I try to tell him about that, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, man. My blue blue family, man. Y'all hold your head, man. It's gonna be a little rough one for the rest of this season. You know it is what it is, but you know we all still family. You know we're gonna come on here. You know try to speak each other's life into into the fanism. You know as be- as best as we can every week. You know what I'm saying until we get this thing right. But um, I guarantee you, man, the cuffs is off Dable hands now. Um, Billy Bob, trust and believe, dog. They're going after they guy, man. But they, this time, it's, 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 they're not going to be forced to do it. They're going to get a, a real guy. Because like Jet said, we haven't had a, 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 a real dog at QB in a long time. Like a real dog, man. Like really don't need these uh, elite, super elite QBs. We haven't really had one, man. And we need to, we, we need to change this culture in here and do that. Bleed blue. All right. Bleed blue, big O. Peace and blessings, sir. Mm-hmm. That's why I know this cat is wisdom as well. He tell you every time. Got to thank Big O and Levette and Dre Graham and Billy Bob and Lady Blue and, and Jet and Kristen and uh, um, um, of course Fantastic Bakes. We appreciate that a lot. Uh, um, um, Brooklyn Brooklyn John was here. Um, Dre Graham was here. Jason the Great Azul. Thanks everybody for their input on this on this pre- on this game coming up for, um, versus the uh, uh, oh boy the Cowboys and uh, they had to, they had to, they, I had to spit it, spit it out when I when I say that that word anyway anyway check us our latest episodes of, of Knickerbocker Ave Show on Wednesdays this one was about the post post game reaction and tomorrow the download for the Rink Podcast with Ray J Prowl as, as Steve said earlier that they're going to review well they're going to talk about the NHL frenzy of games that happened on Tuesday since all plays, all the games were played in only one night, which was kind of cool. I, I wish they'd do that with, with – never mind. Anyway, check us out on iTunes, Podcast Republic, Stitcher app, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and everything else, and everything else. This is your boy, the professor. Look, uh, I'll see you all at the, at the post game. And um, you call the same number, 929-477-4171. I want to thank everybody for not only calling in, but also listening in with all, everybody on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. <sighs> it's, a, it's a long haul. It's a long haul. And um, season's over, but we can still have fun. Let's do that. Oh, oh my God. I, you know what? I, I'm actually exhausted. I'm actually exhausted from this. Yeah, it seems to. It took it took it out of me, bro. 
Check it out. Yeah, it, 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 it really, it yeah, it, it got, it got a hold Fired that burnt from my team every year. I don't care if you were sorry, you was mediocre. I just knew you, the team that fights. I had that fire, like I know one day it's just going. I, you know, we, we we had those stories. We had the redemption years. It wasn't great years, oh, but oh, we won that. Too. Oh, wait a minute, it's get ready. It's ready. Big O, it's get ready to go off, man. Oh my bad. Blee blue, go everybody. Blee blue, blee blue, blee blue, blee blue, blee blue. 